Welcome back, friends, to our podcast, Cheeky Vibe, Peaceful Life. My name is Lauren Mazadonsky. And my name is Michelle Moss. Hey, Michelle. How, How are, are you? I'm good. Well, it's the day past Valentine's Day, but we're still going to talk about relational stuff today. So, yeah. And I have to say, so my grandma told me since she's been home from rehab that she has been listening to all of our episodes. So I just want to give grandma a little shout out. Hi, grandma. Hi, grandma. Yeah. So it's leading not- into all this love stuff, which I got to tell you just like a little story because my grandparents have obviously been married for a really long time. Um, I don't even honestly know how long. Um, but grandma always tells me this story about when she goes to weddings, she is most likely always the couple. They're the couple, like when they call up, like, you know, they do the dances mm-hmm. and they're like, how many mar- years have you been married? And then sit down like after yes. each so many yes. years, a lot of weddings do that. Right. So most of the time they're like the last couple standing. And I just think it's always cute because most time then they ask for advice, like, you know, give the wedding, the couple, the bride and groom advice on like how you've like stayed, you know, married so long or whatever. And from what I remember, like grandma always telling me, which grandma's very honest about life and has always been like that way with me in a lot of ways. So I've learned a lot from her. Um, but she's, I'm pretty sure what she always tells me is her advice, her three things were um, communication compromise and don't forget about that sexy healthy sex life (laughs) that sounds like what I tell my clients that's great yeah this is and that's what we always say we say communication compromise and empathy but maybe we need to say communication compromise empathy and good sex right (laughs) yeah it has to be part of it right or you use that you lose that physical touch connection even if it's not like the sex part of it but just Yeah. I mean, and I think that is a huge connection in marriage um, or relationship that you do have that intimacy, the physical intimacy, as well as the emotional and intellectual intimacy, you know, intimacies, layers of it, but yeah, that physical touch is very important. Oh, if you like, just when you hug your person, it's like, I don't know, you just get that feeling inside that like warm feeling and it's just like, it's and yeah. Endorphins are actually released when we, when we hug each other, you know, it's, it's something that we crave and it makes us feel good. It literally Mm -hmm. releases those endorphins in our brain, which make us be in a better mood. Oh yeah. I feel like it like lowers my blood pressure and just like makes me feel more relaxed and peaceful. And I just, I don't know. That's so interesting when, um, I know I relate a lot to John being in the hospital because this has just been such a big part of our life for 80 days. But I know that when I went in there, I've, I went in there three different times to see him, but the one time I went in there and I, when you talk about physical touch, I held his hand and touched his face and spoke to him. And literally the nurses commented, they could see his blood pressure coming down. I believe it. I always feel like that coming down and he was in a better place and it lasted you know, overnight after, even after I left, but literally seeing the physiological mm-hmm. changes in somebody's body because of physical touch. Yeah. I know that they're also, um, they they were meeting at the hospital recently to try to allow loved ones in again, especially if they've already in the COVID unit, especially if they've already had COVID because the healing happened so much better with that physical touch. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's so, it. it's, it's been research it's shown in all those people that are alone it's harder to heal Mm -hmm. and that goes into kind of what we were going to talk about today 
Yes. Today we are going to talk about the five love languages. And this was originally a book by Gary Chapman, probably like it might've been like years ago, 30 years ago or something. I mean, it's been around a long time and it, it is, and I have to qualify this. It's not the end all, but it is a really good way to have a tool to learn and improve how to communicate and express ourselves and our love and listen. That's the other part. Sharing and listening is two parts to communicating, listening to what our significant other needs to express and show their love. So, you know, when we talk about love languages, probably a lot of people have heard this. You want to Nate, you want to go through and, and share what are those five love languages? Yeah. Um, words of affirmation, acts of service, quality time, giving gifts, physical touch. Yes. And it's interesting because just to, do you know what yours are? Um, I believe I I've done this a few times, um, probably since I was married. I've done it every couple years. I'll probably even do it again after we talk about it. Mm-hmm. I'll get the website and stuff for that quiz too. But I'm pretty sure mine were quality time, acts of service, physical touch, affirmations, and then gifts. Okay. And, and, and honestly, they've done research and the two most common love languages that most people report are words of affirmation and quality time. And, and those words of affirmation are so important to a lot of people. Obviously, it's, it was number one in, in many cases in a lot of the research. And those words of affirmation, you know, are simply even things like, I love you saying it often, you know, um, or being praised, Hey, you did a really good job or you're That's a great mom, you know, you're or, great. And letting someone know you appreciate them. Yes. Right. Noticing little details, you know, it's really like, if you come home and you have a new hairstyle or colored your hair and your significant other doesn't even notice, and you are a person who loves words for words of affirmation, and that's your love language. That is like, starts chiseling away at your Mm -hmm. love because you want to be noticed. That's part of Mm -hmm. that affirmation. I notice you. I, I validate you. I notice your hair looks good and you got it cut and it looks nice. You know, those little things. And thank yous. Those are so important. You know, if, if, if words of affirmation are important and you do something for somebody, you know, somebody saying, thank you for doing that. I appreciate that. And that reminds me thinking of affirmations because I know that's, one of the top ones for Chris and cause we've talked about this. So I'm intent. I intentionally did something for Valentine's day that would tie in more than a card, but just like the affirmation side of it mm-hmm. for my own little test of knowing, um, you know, that that is important for him. So I want to make sure that's part of it. And that's, that's really an important part to know you know, when we talk about, we'll go through the, you know, some of the examples of what these are, but when you date someone or married to someone and knowing and understanding their love language, because yours might be something completely different from theirs. And Mm -hmm. so you have to be aware and use communication and compromise and empathy, putting yourself in the other person's shoes today. Okay. If I were them, what would I need? Because I know they need words of affirmation. So if, if, if words of affirmation is the thing that you know your significant other needs, then you choose your words wisely. And when you notice something different or changed, say it a couple of times. And especially, you know, sometimes people with like have grown up in a family where the, it's instilled like a low self-esteem. They're even more in need of those words of affirmation. They mm-hmm. need to hear 
I value you. So just keeping that in mind. Um, and then quality time. What does that look like to you? Um, just intentional quality time devices away, just paying attention to each other, you know, just talking about whatever is coming up for us. Uh, but that's it. Just, it's all about what we are doing, not being distracted. Right. And I think and sometimes it can be just doing nothing together. Yeah. But, and I prescribe this for clients because when you talk about our phones or the TV or our emails or all these things that we're distracted by, and this is hard for people, put aside the phone. Yeah, date night doesn't count if you're watching if you're watching a movie or TV together, but one of you is on one end of the couch and one is on the other and one is on the phone. That doesn't count as date night. Right. You know what right. I mean? And it's Which like still comes that goes back to a little bit of physical touch. Some if your significant other loves physical touch. You might watch a movie together, but you need to be canoodling and cuddling and being yeah. together in that space. So, but, but it, I, it's, it's important to put aside things that are distracting, you know, even if you do it for half an hour a night. It's funny you say that about physical touch. Cause we kind of joke about this, but we don't care at all. But we're that couple that like, when we go to dinner, we'll sit on the same side of the booth. So now oh, yeah. one, of, one of his friends kind of jokingly was giving us a hard time. And so now when we, a couple of times we've gone out to where we've sent her a selfie and we're like, we're on the same side of the booth. Like, but that's yeah. our thing. Cause we like physical touch. So, you know, right. if you're, you go to dinner somewhere and it's a big table and you're across from each other, it's like, we actually have better conversation just knowing we're right, you know, a right. little bit because, closer and like right. that intimacy is, is harder yeah. to do when you're across the table at times uh-huh. than maybe your legs are touching under the table and, and you're yeah. just continuing that, that, um, and, and, and then the third one, the, so we talked about words of affirmation and quality time, the acts of service um, is, is something important for a lot of people too, that feeling cared for, even if it's a little chore. I think this could be big for women when, you know, you're just busy and that's why this is so important to talk about. So a man understands that maybe they might not think like, oh, doing that extra chore of like, I, the dishes are clean. Let me take them out of the dishwasher for her, you know? And like that to be known to where they might not realize how much that truly could mean to you. Right. And I say this to, to my couples when they come in, when there's a little active service, helping out your significant other or whoever might be the one at home doing the dishes, doing the laundry, there is nothing sexier than coming home and seeing something done that I didn't have to ask for specifically that you just did because you were doing this for me. You know, it's like, Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. And then there might even be more time for some physical intimacy because you're not schlepping and doing the dishes or. Oh, exactly. So yeah, I remember you know, one time when Chris cleaned out the car for me. And then I also noticed that it was a full tank of gas. I was like, Oh my gosh, that's like so amazing. Like oh, yeah. one less thing I have to worry about doing, but then that extra thought of him doing that, like really meant a lot. Right. And, and that goes even to the next step. Like when somebody, if you've had a stressful week and you're overwhelmed and your significant other, and it doesn't always have to be the man doing for the woman, the woman doing for the man, yeah. um, picking up and doing things without being asked, just stepping up for each other when those stressful times and also follow through talk is cheap. We say this all the time. Integrity means you do what you say you're going to do and you follow through and that breeds trust. So mm-hmm in acts of service, if you say you're going to do something, don't say it because it sounds good because you know they need acts of service, but then you don't do it because then you're really chipping away again at that relationship because you're not following through. 
Um, gifts for me is like on the lower end. Mm-hmm, um, I, we, we, la- we both said that, that that was kind of at the bottom of our list, but it doesn't have to be. Um, I mean, I do like to get a little, like if someone thought of me, like when, if my husband comes home and he brings me my favorite candy, it's not an expensive thing. Yeah. And, and that kind of almost is like an act of service too, because he's like, I'm thinking of you. And I'm See, I'd rather it be that kind of gift too, to where that's why I, holidays and that can be hard for me. Cause it's like, I don't like when something feels forced. If I think of something that I know you want, like, I just want to give it to you when I'm thinking about it, you know? And that's important too, because that, you know, gifts, yes. Remembering important times, whether it's a holiday or a birthday or an anniversary are very important to get like a little card or something. It doesn't have to be a giant gift, but the best gifts are sometimes the just cause gifts. Mm-hmm. I brought this home for you just because I thought of you when I saw it, and it could be a pair of socks or it could be you know, some chapstick or it could be something just super small that I saw this and thought of you, the just because the just cause gifts, sometimes those are more valuable. It feels more thoughtful too. Cause it's not right. like, Oh boy, there's Christmas coming up. I better hurry up and think of an idea. Cause I right. have or to. the obligatory. Oh, it's our anniversary. I guess I got to give you this or got to go get flowers. The flowers that come on a Tuesday at six on a middle of the month day is so much meaningful. Yes. Meaningful. And not because of a have to or a sorry. Right. And that's for the people who really do have yeah. gift as their love language. Just those unexpected things can really perk them up. And then physical touch. Well, you know, you said you like to sit on the same side of the, of the table. I do. And I don't care. Like that it doesn't even bother me. If people are looking at us, like what are those people doing? I'm like, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. It's because you got your hand on his leg under the table and that's what that makes you feel good. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, you know, physical intimacy is important and not just the physical touch. And we talked about your grandma saying, you know, physical sexual intimacy is important in a, in a relationship. And, and it is. It is. Cause I feel like when that starts to go, that is like the beginning of the wedge getting bigger. Right. And sometimes it is making time, not sometimes scheduled is hard, but sometimes you have to schedule if you know, the kids are going to be out of, out of the house on an evening, um, or if you get that spontaneous moment where the kids are out of the house or whoever's living with you isn't there, it could be roommates, take advantage of that opportunity and just get busy with each other and enjoy the moment. You know, feeling wanted and desired is important. And a lot of men Mm -hmm. do feel like sex equals love because if the, if their significant other isn't having sex with them, they feel like I must not be desirable. I must not be loved where a woman might think if you would just do the dishes, I'd have time to have sex with you. I mean, there's like, that's why we got to talk about this stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Oh yeah. A lot of this came up for me when I saw things, you know, from when I was married, um, just little things I was trying to pay attention to when I was like, okay, what do I need to work on to do better for my next relationship? And when I found the love language information is when I kind of just wanted to really get familiar with it and learn it for myself. But then yes, when I have a partner, like what does that look like and how can I, you know, kind of work on those top ones for them to be more giving to that. Um, mm-hmm. Cause I noticed like when we had a, a big birthday, you know, like I said, when I was married, I'm like kind of dissecting it a little bit and I'm like, okay, maybe we both planned what we would have wanted. You know what I mean? Cause we, right. I wasn't aware of the five love language yet. We didn't never do that together as a couple or anything like that. Um, so I really tried to look at that and then knowing then after I was like, okay, my next relationship, I'm going to make sure we do this together because I really want to speak to those things 
that light them up and make them know that I care and love for them. Well, and it's interesting because you said you had given your ex-husband a ginormous, like special day for his mm-hmm. birthday party. I mean, you had the massages, you had the big party. It was a surprise. Then you went on a trip and then all of his friends show up. You did all that. And then, because that's what you would have maybe wanted. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he did something different for you. And in some ways it can be a letdown, but what that really goes. I mean, back- it wasn't a letdown because he took me to my favorite place. So that wasn't disappointing, but also a big part of my life is my close friends and family. So for me, it was kind of like, I just realized that we, like I said, I just think we did our love languages, but see, the, but other. it goes, but it goes back to what we all, what I preach 24 seven, you have to communicate what you need. What, yeah. you, what you need to feel loved. I say that to my couples, to each other. What do you need to feel loved? And what are you willing to give to make your person feel loved? And then the, the compromise is, I might not like gifts, but I'm going to make sure to give you gifts because I know you like gifts. That's the compromise. Mm-hmm. And the empathy is, if you like physical touch and I'm not giving it to you, how would that feel? I have to put myself in the other person's shoes. That helps our relationship grow. So well, that's much. why I think it's so important to sit down and take this. I've talked about this even with clients in the salon that I know like are married and we just have good conversations, but I just think um, it's important to take this quiz with your person, sit down, talk about it. Maybe even mention that like if your top one is, you know, quality time or words of affirmation, like what does that look like for you just to, kind of help each other get started. Right. And communicating, even like with acts of service, specifically saying, how can I, how can I make your life easier? What can I do to help you? You know, Mm -hmm. if that's their, if that's their thing. Um, But again, you know, grandma, your grandma was pretty on point with, you know, communication and compromise because that's the first two. And then the physical part, like I said, we feel loved and valued and cherished when we have sex with our partner or even not just always about sex, but the intimacy, whether it's physical intimacy or emotional intimacy, talking, you know, that's all. That well, kind of like you here. said, though, I, I mean, I think like if you, I'm sure I don't know, you can tell me from, you know, what, when you talk to couples, but it kind of makes sense. Like if a woman has acts of service higher on that priority list, more so like maybe my age where we have lots of kids or we're busy and the busyness of life where acts of service for me might be better and then if a guy's is physical touch or whatever affirmations, um, like if the guy's not doing those little things to show a woman, then that is where, like I said, the wedge can be created because hundred oh, percent. if they're, if you're feeling bitter and you're like, well, the laundry's still stacked up and I have to fold it and I'm going to, you know, by the time I get to bed, I'm going to be tired and you're going to roll over and like poke me, but I'm going to be like, mm. My legs are tightly shut at that point because you're exhausted. (laughs) Yeah. So I could see where that could cause the problem. And then you get resentful because. Right. And it perpetuates no giving. It It perpetuates it. The more maybe the man whose physical touch is the priority um, doesn't get physical touch. Then the more he's not opening up to do things to help the woman or his partner. And then his partner in that case feels less likely to have sex or physical touch. So it does, it just perpetuates. Yeah. And that's when and then that can... bitterness comes in and then it gets to the point because I know that's what happened. You know, when I was married, it got to the point where when you just are, are bitter towards that person, you don't want to do nice things anymore. You know, right. like, well, that's because 
that's because the pride comes in. We talk about leaving pride at the door, but if both people have their walls up and it gets higher and higher, that's why we said last, the last podcast about relationships, when, when somebody walks through the door to the sanctuary of the home, letting the guard down, stop what you're doing, no matter what it is and greet each other. If, if that's all at all possible, if yeah. you're both home, he walks in, she walks in, she walks in, whatever you greet each other and, and give each other a hug or a kiss or you know, again, maybe you stop at the gas station to get gas and you pick up a little something to bring home just because you thought of your significant other when you saw that maple nut goodies, which is my favorite thing that people that oh, take note, maple nut. Me. Yeah, they'll bring this. I thought of you. I saw this because they're hard to find sometimes. And I get them like that. You know, people think of people in that way, yeah. but it is, yeah. it is communicating what you want, what, what you need to feel loved. And that's the thing. What do you need to feel love and the love language quiz, which is on, you can go online and find it. Um, yeah, it's just the, it, five, it delineates how it's to just say the five love languages.com. Okay. Well, and you can even just pull up the five love languages yeah. and it, it will pop up and populate because there's, yep. you know, it's everywhere. Um, but it is, it is, it helps you define what you need. Some of us yeah, don't so I'd be know. interested for our listeners. If you go and take this in the comments and are like show notes on here or on Facebook, let us know, like even what was just your top two. And if you are surprised or, you know, and if you feel like you're giving that to your partner, cause it'd be really interesting then to have that conversation. Right. And that's how we have and cultivate healthier, more loving more intimate relationships is by communicating this. And really what this does is just forces communication again. And again, you know, clients will say, I have nothing to talk about. And I have a really wonderful book that has lists of questions. If we have to remember how to ask open-ended questions, not yes, no questions, but open-ended, not do you like pizza, but what are your favorite foods and why? Two different, two different conversations can flow because one's dead. Do you like pizza? Yep what's your favorite food and why, you know, and let's extrapolate that and let's mm-hmm. go explore restaurants that maybe we could find that favorite or find or explore recipes and make it together. You know, again, it's just cultivating that relationship because life is hard enough. And this doesn't mean we're not going to have hard days and, and financial issues and health issues and mental health issues. But when we're together with our partner and we recognize and know what we need and what they need, you have your person and that's safe and that's comfortable. And it's still passionate. That sounds beautiful, doesn't it? Yes. Don't we want to all aspire to that? We've both taken this, but now it makes me want to go take the quiz again, just to just to sit down could... and do it, and just to have the conversation. Yeah, it's a good important it's a good to revisit conversation starter for sure. And then you mentioned there was one out there for. Um... Yes, there's a book out there for kids. Um, And I just think that's kind of cool too, because we forget those are still relationships and still can help a deeper bonding. I mean, my girls, I already know they're totally different, Mm -hmm. you know, like, so that's kind of on my list of something to read, but I think that could be pretty cool to dig. Yeah, because kids have their own love languages and and one kid needs, the other kid might not need, but again, it's opening that communication and what a great tool to give them at a younger age to already know what they need to make them tick. You know? Yeah. And for me to give as a mom, so that way they, they feel love and heard and, um, just what that is that might speak to them. Cause then to see them light up is, is always cool. Just- and really, like I said, my, it's not even just with children or your significant other. It can be with your friends. If you know what friends are 
you know, yeah, what the, even if you're single and you, you know, have a girl's night, I, I didn't know this cause I just looked before we got started on this, but it, the website does look a little different from when I did it. And now they actually have four quizzes and it's a couple's, um, children's teen and a singles. So, you know, it's yeah. nice that there's some different options. Right. Right. And, and it is nice to know, you know, I know you like, you know, acts of service. So if I could do something for you when you're have a surgery or something that, that makes people feel appreciated and loved. So for sure. no what it is, no matter who it is. So I love that. I think that was a really, um, a good, uh, way to kind of put this all together for our listeners, um, right around Valentine's day. I know that was yesterday, but, um, or around that time, but kind of planning forward. Now we have our coming up at the end of the month, our Mimosa Monday is going to be fun. We're going to do something different. Um, that's still on the theme of, of romance and dating and expectations and stuff like that. So that'll be fun. Um, and then did you want to mention the wine thing for one of, um, our 750 milliliter, um, Lauren. Yes. Um, for our listeners, if you are local and just want to know whenever we are um, doing events, I know right now with COVID, it all looks a little different. Some of the stuff might be virtual. Um, but if you just want to know about our, our events, we do have a private Facebook group and that is where I will always post that information. Um, so if you need to reach out to us or if you go to our Facebook group, you can find that under groups and then request the invite and we will get you added. Uh, and that's where I will post this information, but we're teaming up with 750 milliliters and they are doing a virtual tasting Friday, February 26th at 6 PM. Um, you get nine wines. Uh, it's a two ounce pour. So depending on how much wine you want, if you're doing it with friends or a significant other, that's $59. Um, so it will, there will be a speaker from the winery. Uh, so you know which, do you know which winery that the sommelier will be from? Um, Justin Vineyards and winery. Okay. okay. So, um, and they have these often this, I mean, there is one, um, just this past Friday. I think there's one even the week before this, this one that we are going to do. Um, so yeah, they're always having, um, just a different, you know, like I said, it can be with a girlfriend or significant other, like whoever, just to have a little bit of fun at home and jump on and they'll be sharing it. Maybe get a couple of your favorite snacks. Um, yeah. And you do have to, I think you do have to pick it up there. Um, but if you're like you said, it's that the one right in market on market, um, in Akron, Yes. But yes, that would be awesome. I, I look forward to doing those things. Yeah. Can't I just wait. thought it would I be a way till we can do it in reality again. I know. In, in that's why I didn't want to miss out. I'm like, at least this gives us a little normalcy, a little fun night in on a right. Friday. Right. Sounds good. Um, so get out there and, and look up the five love languages. We went through the words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service, gifts, and physical touch. Um, see what makes you tick and what your partner tick, how they tick and, and improve your relationship a little bit. Right. Yes. I love it. All right. Well, anything else you want to add? I'll be good. No. And then just to remember too, don't forget about the, the children's book and they did add the different quizzes for kids. Um, it'd be fun to explore even like as a family, just to see, uh, what your kids kind of gravitate more to. 
Yeah, so I'm going to do that with my girls. It sounds good. All right, friends. Well, as always, until next time, stay cheeky.